everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are so excited to be here today. And we have one of our biggest hall stars here. We're so excited to talk with him again. And we have Paul Green here. Paul, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You're welcome. So hall star, is it? Is that what you, yeah. is that what you, uh, is that what you call us? The, the right. hall stars? That's right. <laughs> uh, a Hallmark star. Is that what yes. it is? <laughs> is that one of your biggest, like, you mean I weigh the most, the tallest? <laughs> You're just the, the, one of the biggest stars of, of, uh, when calls the heart. So yeah, that's, that's why you could be a hearty star as well. Yeah. It's so, so fun to, to be here. So tell me a little bit about your podcast. You guys like movies. You like doing, you like talking about movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, well, I'm, I'm a film critic and I, uh, I also like Hallmark movies and I started this podcast with my friend Amber, uh, in 2017 to just, uh, have a fun place to talk about Hallmark movies and the shows and uh, people seem to like it. So uh, we kept doing it. And now we have, uh, there's seven of us co-hosts that all cover different topics and we have so much fun and cool. it's kind of taken over my life, but I'm glad that it did. Oh, that's great. That's great. What's your, do you have a favorite movie out there or is it too hard to pick? Favorite Hallmark movie? Yeah. One of my favorites is Trading Christmas uh which is kind of an old one is from the well not old old but it's from 2015 uh with tom cavanaugh in it and um it's really it's really funny and it's charming and i like oh that's cool tom cavanaugh's great he has his his own show for a while right yeah yeah and he's on the flash and you know he's just so charming so really love christmas angel falls that was a you know that was an interesting movie because it almost had was it on the mystery channel or the irregular uh mystery Miracle yeah, that's when we first got the script. It was such a special script, and believe it or not, they they took away some of the charm. Like uh, it was even more mystical. They made it a little bit more hallmark, which I get. But it it was like it had some interesting twists, and you know, and it was like a little bit more like angels and stuff going on. And then they kind of made it just they. I think they brought it. A little bit more into the Hallmark kind of universe, which was okay, but it was well, the first version of the script was even better, at least from my perspective. Maybe not from a producer's perspective, but it was cool. I always kind of joke that Hallmark loves these men with many jobs, like these yeah. these guys who can do just a little bit of everything, and you know that's oh, yeah. the, that's the big contrast to the man of business. You know, that's really. Uh, and and that your character in that movie was a prime example of a man with many jobs. Like pretty much every scene, you were doing a different job. That's true. I've never been a man of business, like a guy who that <laughs> I've always been the guy that gets the girl, which is yeah. kind of I think it's in my contract. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I will play it if I get the girl. Just yeah. kidding. It's not. Well, it's not. But it should be. One of your. This isn't a Christmas movie, but one of my favorites of yours that I think is very underrated is Anything for Love. Oh my gosh! It. It, it's the best it's the best one like it maybe it's but it's maybe it's a little bit it's maybe it's be, the reason it's underrated is because it's more theatrical in the sense that it's like it's not it doesn't follow your exact hallmark like mm-hmm. formula i think and and it's so quirky like with with our you know the 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 with uh ali lieber and patrick gilmore they're so talented. Patrick's gone on to do Travelers and a bunch of amazing things. And yeah. of course, um, you know, Erica, for me, she's, I think she's my favorite I've ever worked with because, you know, I loved her in Parenthood and she brought that, that so spontaneous and in the moment that I forgot I was acting half the time yeah. because she's so, she's so present. 
mm-hmm. with me and she's not trying to do it a certain way or she doesn't know how to do a Hallmark movie. She just knows how to act. Mm-hmm. And, well, and it was so refreshing to have a Hallmark movie that kind of tried to tackle gender roles and and uh, and how we kind of see each other, especially when it comes to dating and and uh, both your characters, I thought were really good. And and we did it for we have this series once a month where we, we call it on friendship, where uh, we have uh, Lisa Lucas, who's a PhD in communication and particularly with friendship. Um, anyway, so we come at it from sort of a broader relationship status instead of a instead of a um, uh, romantic uh, angle, and we had such a great conversation about that movie. It was one of my favorites. Oh, I, you know, and Barbara Curry, the woman who wrote it, is a lawyer. She's not a writer, oh, and she also wrote The Boy Next Door, which I think cost four million to make and made something like two hundred million with Jennifer Lopez. Oh, really? Uh, yep. <laughs> And we're trying to get her to write the sequel, uh, but she's busy writing another like Navy thing. So it's hard to get. I really want to produce and be a part of the secret, the sequel where anything for marriage or like where her and I actually go through the next little phase and have to work through again the fi- you know me being a nurse and and yeah. her being a billionaire. Like what does that what does that look like when it gets married? And there's so much comedy I think to be played there or to be enjoyed. And she's yeah she's she's freaking wonderful and 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 the the producer Ryan Murphy uh, had became a good friend of mine just loved working with him and like uh, Barbara Curry sent me another script that I wanted to do really bad but I think it got sold and someone else is doing it um, just an amazing idea and she's a lawyer she's like a prosecutor and she just has this knack for writing Barbara yeah Barbara Curry that's cool yeah I wondered about that because she doesn't have that any other Hallmark credits. So I, I was curious about her. So that's cool. Well, we're yeah. in favor and we're, we like it, but yeah. yeah. Um, so you have, I mean, not to get too personal, but we have to ask you, you've got a very exciting new little one coming yeah. any day now, right? Literally any day. Yeah. I mean, it could, it could be happening right now for all. It could, it could be by when we air this, it could be, be here. Well, you know, we're having him at home. Uh, we got uh-huh. the birth, the you know, the the house ready, and the music's playing, and the the doula and the midwives are ready, and the firewood and the fireplace is ready, and to to boil the water because uh-huh. we're gonna go without electricity. We're just gonna boil water. To I'm just kidding. We're we are doing it the midwife way, but we're not gonna boil the water with a fire. But we are um, we are very much. Uh, hippies in a sense uh-huh. i mean I'm, bare, I'm barefoot as we speak but yeah. i'm uh, i'm really excited about you know not going to a hospital uh, god willing you know unless there's some complication but kate's super healthy this baby this baby's in the he's in a great position we have a really skilled team helping us of midwives and there's four on the team plus the doulas been involved with uh you know, hundreds of births and the, and the midwife's done thousands. Um, so when it comes down to it, the last thing I want is somebody to have, to go, let's, you know, 85% of people who go to hospital get a C-section and that's not the, that's not the experience we're looking for. Um, we'll labor here for 24 hours if we need to. I mean, God willing, it'll come a lot quicker, but I, I, my, my son was born naturally as well, Oliver, 18 years ago. So I've been through it. I delivered my son. I caught him and yeah. was, so I'm, I, I have this, I have the stomach for it That's awesome. and I have the, and I have the, the patience for yeah. it. And, um, oh, I'm so excited to Aww. do it all again and to hold like, 
you know, to hold the little guy and to, to get a chance to, you know, he's been hearing all my concerts too, um, mm -hmm. just with, you know, obviously inside the belly, but once he's born, I'm going to keep him sort of in the room near the door so it's not too loud for him, but to get him just around, because I go live three times a week with my music and I'm probably going to slow it down with him, but I just, I want him around my music yeah. too. So That's great. Yeah, I, I can relate to your your older son because my mom also had, a, my mom had a baby when I was 18, so. Oh, I, no I kidding. Like. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you, so you excited? Oh, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about you you talked about your music um so you have an album coming out yeah and why don't you tell us about it okay what do you want to know about it so it's a country album yeah it's it's re uh, recorded in nashville so the sounds are more country than my previous record it's americana though but it just it leans you know it's got pedal steel and it uh you know it has some country sounds but it's my mm -hmm fifth album but my second uh in the last couple of years and and these are just songs i've been playing a lot with uh during my lives over the last 19 months i've done 350 live concerts yeah it's been a it's, so i've been doing lots of those and that's how the music uh sort of came about and i just released waves of time which is a song do you ever watch one calls a heart mm -hmm. yeah do you know the song i sang in there for Faith. oh yeah 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 so i turned that into a song 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 like a like a song and that that was my first release um and then the second one is home which is coming out day after tomorrow and then the third one will be open my heart and then the full record drops right before i go to christmas con mm. so yeah it's a exciting exciting journey it's a, i'm really really proud of it that's great uh, do you have any uh any country music uh, influences that that uh yeah yeah, I mean they're they're not specifically country. There's some country in there, like, but they're more like Neil Young's an influence, Leonard Cohen's an influence, mm -hmm. Johnny Cash is an influence, uh, Bob Dylan's a big big influence. Uh, nothing, nobody like really. I mean, I guess, I guess there'd be some older school. Some Waylon Jennings or just some hearing a few things uh, growing up. My I grew up with gospel though. I was there was no uh, almost zero secular music in my house. So mm -hmm. my uh, my influences are more gospel quartet music, but it's not. Um, so when I do my concerts, I sort of build four part harmonies with my looping pedal and yeah. So uh, but uh, those are my main influences: Neil Young and 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 those ones I just shared. Oh. Do you um do you write uh, your own songs or I sure do. Yeah, I write my own. There's one on this record uh, that was sent to me from uh, Paula Waters, and um, I've been playing some. Do you know what a murder ballad is? Mm -mm. Like Johnny Cash would write like Folsom Prison's kind of a murder ballad. Mm. Do you know that song? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a guy named Coulter Wall that I was playing, and then one of my, oh. uh, then pa Paula sent some lyrics, and I put some music to it. So there's one song in there that I co-wrote. Uh, she wrote the lyrics, and I wrote the song too. And then, and then, and then I went and recorded it in, in Nashville. Oh, cool! Great. Well, yeah. look forward to that. That'll be neat. Yeah, I'm really, pr I'm really proud of it. It's got, a, it's got a. There's 13, 13 tracks on there. Mm-hmm. Cool. Ho ho ho. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Patreon. 
Do you love Hallmarkies podcasts, especially at Christmas? Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. We finished up this, uh, we finished up season eight this year of One Calls the Heart and we'll be starting season nine um, next year. Uh, how did you feel about Carson's arc through season eight? How did I feel about my arc through season eight? Sounds like a loaded question. <laughs> how, how did how did you feel about the arc in season eight? Well, I felt like faith. It was more faith. She was so wishy washy. One minute she'd want you to go, next minute she wouldn't want you to go. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And and like you as a character were frustrated by that, and and I as an audience member was also frustrated by it. And you're like, I thought you wanted me to go. And then she, and then you say, wait, you don't want me to go. I won't go. But then you do want me to go. Yeah. It wasn't my, it wasn't my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, it's fair. yeah, it wasn't my favorite for sure. Uh, but you know, it's a big cast and there's lots of, lots of stories to tell and lots of things going on. So yeah, it's, there you it's, go. <laughs> yeah, I've, there's, I think there's been better seasons uh for carson for sure in terms of like uh, arcs and and things to get to do and i bet you know with COVID, everyone was doing the best they could and yeah. uh and it was tricky with schedules and all kinds of things and there was so so yeah it, yeah it was it was it was uh um uh, there's you know there's lots of stories to tell uh, especially with the love triangle to wrap that up and mm-hmm. uh yeah. And How did you feel about that? Do you think they did a good job with the love triangle with Lucas and and uh, Nathan? Dude, I'm not going to comment whether I think they did a good job because okay. these these people are amazing at what they do, and there's so much there's so much involved that I don't know about, like how they have to make these or how these decisions come about, or you know, there's always going to be somebody unhappy about something. But you know, um, John Tinker is a, a really great writer and a good showrunner, and there's it's a uh, there's it's impossible to make every fan happy. So sure. uh, it's you know these fans have been on a, quite a journey with the show, and you know I was happy to tell some stories along the way. I don't know if it's the end for Carson. I I couldn't even tell you if I'm if there's more seasons or if I'm coming back. I really couldn't even tell you. Like I it's it's all up in the it's it's all up to the 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 television gods uh as to as to all that but i really am uh i i think that obviously they're doing 
Um, the the I'm sure so, even the fans that are like I'm never watching it again because they wanted Nathan or whatever. It's just like there's where are they where are they going to go? Like there's no show quite like it, and they love the other characters. And mm-hmm. one thing that's really been great is is some of the other characters that have been a bit uh, la- stories have been smaller were bigger in these this eight and nine. I think you know some of this the characters that have been in the town for a very long time, yeah. and I think it's really great that they're getting their their time on on camera and mm-hmm. getting their their stories told so uh yeah. you know uh and there's there's so there's there's it's a huge cast it's a it's a daunting task to have every actor happy and then the fans happy and then the network happy and it's like it's pretty much impossible and we have one of the best experiences of a set ever meaning everybody likes each other and and it's unheard of how well we get along as a show and a cast. And so I hope I get to go back and tell some more stories, but I just, you know, they, there's a lot of movies that I have to tell as well. Like I have, I, I, there's, there's, I really love doing the movies. And so I haven't been able to do them mm-hmm. because of not just the schedule, but COVID right. uh, traveling back and forth and then having, you know, pregnant, pregnant uh uh my partner was is pregnant and and all kinds of things and and so there's yeah yeah looking looking i'll always uh be want to be a part of the show in some way um not Mm -hmm. sure what that looks like in the future but but we're we're in conversations about it so who knows who knows how i love hallmark's been my home for the last seven years and Mm -hmm. and um, there's, there's always, they're, they're really, uh, they're very good at what they do. And so if, if things don't necessarily work out in the moment, the way you think they should, there, there's always, there's always really cool things coming and I'm excited about what's coming with, mm-hmm. with the network and with the stories I get to tell, yeah. because I love, I love this, this channel and I love the, the people I get to work for. Great. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies March store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or hallmarky in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. So you have the Christmas CEO coming up film. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? So my character and Marisol's character were loving, uh, were kids, and we both were toy makers as kids, and and it shows us. There's actually a really cool scene at the beginning where it shows us as little kids, uh, obviously actors being pretending they're us, and then it picks us up later, and she's become CEO of a big toy company, and my character is just working at his dad's thrift store. Um, repairing toys in like a toy hospital and so her character my character haven't talked in seven years when the show when we pick us up and and uh so there's lots of tension and lots of but lots of comedy and and so much so much christmas 
and and it's a it's a great script, one of the best scripts I've read, to be honest. Um, and one of my favorite projects I think I've worked on so far. Maybe anything for love is the only other one that is up there in terms of just how enjoyable um the two films i did with ron oliver christmas detour and perfect match with danica were uh, it's hard to it's hard to beat those because i loved working with 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 uh, uh danica and ron oliver so much and those those scripts people love those like especially christmas detour like people yeah. people stop me on the street for christmas detour it's a really uh, good one that one's one of my favorites too I is really it? Am. Well, I was yeah, waiting I for you at the beginning when you were saying your favorites. I'm like, I think so you're missing rude. something, Rachel. I'm so rude. Hello, Christmas. Do <laughs> we're gonna take a detour to Buffalo and remember what film you like? Yeah. Now, no, I really, uh, that one's funny. I like her vision boards and her and and then uh, the uh, the the family. His family is is so her, a lot. Her family. The the uh, no. Oh, no, his no, yeah yeah Mark his Mark Ronson or Mark uh, yeah yeah yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, Barbara Niven. They played them so well. Yeah. Uh, the Christmas CEO is um, is really is. There's a lot of tear jerky moments. It's really, really funny uh, at moments as well. Um, and the our director Jonathan Wright was just just epic. He he created such a fun environment for us to play in, which yeah. is my favorite uh, to. So yeah, it starts with a good script, and this the story is unique. It was the CEO of um, Build a Bear that came up with the story and pitched it oh. to a writer named Anna White, and then you know there's a real charity connected with Toys for Tots where where Hallmark and Build a Bear are actually giving money to Toys for Tots in real life, but it's also in the movie that I do a toy drive for Toys for Tots. Okay. Um, and Toys for Tots needs some help this year because of the shortage of you know the shipping thing, but. Uh, so it's neat. There's some cool tie-ins like that. It was nice to be back in. It's my first time filming in Ottawa, um, which was which was neat. I'm Canadian, and it was neat mm -hmm. to be there. There was the election while I was there, so it was neat to be in, neat to be in Ottawa. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, and it must be nice working with Marisol. Yeah, Marisol's great. I never even I never heard of her before. Uh, I don't don't watch Riverdale, but uh, and I didn't see Saw. She was in the latest Saw movie. Oh yeah. Uh, she was terrific. She was like like I said before. She's up there like with the Erica Christensen in terms of her spontaneity and authenticity, and like she's a, she's a really good actor. Mm -hmm. Well, it sounds like it has a little bit more kind of humor. It's a little bit lighter than some of the other. Uh, little bit I would silly. say. Uh, I mean, it's got the heart moments too though there's some real heart-wrenching things go that go down uh between her and i uh but there's there's a good amount i'd say there's a ton of there's a good amount of comedy i had a really good time i i just i just let it rip the whole time so oh, good that's good uh -huh. Uh -huh. yeah so i was going to ask you you have gotten into sort of the podcasting youtubing space since the with the pandemic yep is uh what has that been like for you? Well, I've been wanting to, I, I love having conversations with other actors about acting and then mm -hmm. uh, health people about, about cutting edge ideas for longevity and wellness. And, and I knew I wanted to interview a few people and, um, you know, I had just been spending a lot of time in my studio making music and I'm like, 
what and i was in vancouver my best friend was visiting and i said let's record a podcast and that became it and then i came up with the name the grass is greener where it's from the quote the grass is greener where you water it people think the grass is greener on the other side but it's really how well you nourish and take care of the things that you love is is, is the grass is not greener on the other side it's greener where you water it uh, so the grass is green with Paul Green, and I'm on season two now. Uh, I have episode 13, 14, 15 ready to go um, that I've just finished Travis Van Winkle uh, recently. Mm-hmm. So it's it's on the run, and I do some on the road. I do some, you know, I have a lot of friends that I find are really interesting, and I just wanted to share some of their wisdom mm-hmm. uh, with the world and you know, create another business. Podcasting, when it's done right, can become a very good career. I have a few brands that I'm working with that um, that I like that for as an affiliate. So, I'm an entrepreneur, Rachel. So I like I like and I love talking and listening and learning. I'm I'm I I'm I spend hours a day learning. Like whether it's reading or watching uh, lectures or videos or I'm just and so one cool way to do is and I reach out to people that are pretty big and say you want to be on my podcast. And my reach has really grown. Um, uh, meaning I have I have quite a large download per episode now now that we're we're cruising along. So I'm yeah, it's fun, and I, and it's a Great. good it's a good way for me to spend time with some of my friends who I haven't got to see because of COVID too. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, it certainly has helped me to be able to. I mean, I can't imagine how I would have gotten through the pandemic without that ability to to interact and and to to talk to people. Uh, yeah. And the YouTube part of it is like I just I switched from just doing Facebook and Instagram to YouTube, and realizing that it's. Um, it's a it's if it's done right it's a really great space also to grow in like it's also uh as a as a business as well uh and i mean i learn everything on youtube it's such a search engine like i i'll it and so um learning how to capture live sound has been the biggest challenge is like how do i get good music like the feeling and the sound to to go through Mm -hmm. youtube and it's been a bit of a journey for that Yeah. Yeah. But that's also part of the fun of it, I think, is the learning that you get along the way. Yeah. You know, like just, just yesterday I learned uh, a technique on, on Photoshop. I learned more about Photoshop and, and making the thumbnails better. And like every day I, you learn something new, which I think is really fun about the job. I agree. Now is your background a virtual one or is that actually painted there? So this is a, yeah, it's a virtual one. We have them on our website. If you go to hallmarkiespodcast.com, Zoom backgrounds, uh, we have an artist, Jessica Miller. She did, uh, there's three different uh, backgrounds that we just, we gave as a gift to our fans uh, last year, but they're still there. So, But it doesn't look like you're cut out of it. Do you have a green screen or something? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh, because it's perfectly drawn out around your chair. Right. Yeah. So I have, uh, I'll show you. Oh, that's why you have a real, <laughs> like mine would pick up those lights and yeah. 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 Uh, oh, that's, that's a really good green screen. It like really works. Thanks. Yeah. You can get them on from Amazon. Uh, the, I got the whole kit, my lighting kit and the green screen. Very good. What, what, what else do you like to do that makes you excited? Well, I mean, uh, I, I'm a film critic, so I love going to the movies and seeing movies. That's in, one of my- have you gone to any in the theater lately? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually go into one tonight. I'm going to see um the new Ghostbusters tonight. Um, and uh, yeah, I go to multiple screenings every week uh, as part of my job, and it's really fun. That's great. Did you like Dune? I did. I'm not the biggest sci-fi person, so it's okay. not really my thing, but I thought it was well done for what it is. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. I like yeah. sci-fi, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I really liked Belfast. I thought that was excellent. I think that might win Best Picture. It was good. Uh, I recommend that. Is it streaming or only in the theaters? Only in theaters right now, but uh, but I'm not sure you know where we'll go after that, but uh, Belfast. You know, which streamer. It's very good. Actually, it? it might be Netflix, now that I think about it. I don't know. Who's in it? It's Kenneth Branagh. Uh, he directed it. Well, he's not in it. He directed it and wrote it about his childhood in in Belfast, Northern Ireland. And it's got Jamie Dornan and um, Catriona Balfo and, uh, from Outlander. Um, and they're both great as the parents. And then this adorable little boy. So cute. And it's got Judy Dench. And, oh my um, gosh. I wonder if, I wonder if it's looking for a hot date before the little baby comes. And yeah, my, my girl, oh, it'd be a great date movie. So my, sweet. my girl loves, uh, Outlander. So she, she'll love that chick. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, it's at the, at the dining. Ooh, 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 ooh. It's like where you lay flat. They're like lay flat seats. Oh, and I like that. That yeah, I'm you gonna... have to let me know what you think. I really enjoyed it. It was very, very, very fun. And we'll um, what else have I really? I loved Tick Tick Boom. You'll like that movie. You should watch it. It's about a cre- It's about Jonathan Larson, uh, who, the, who wrote Rent, and his creative process. And and uh, I think you would really like it. It was very good. Okay, Andrew tick, Garfield. Tick. And Andrew Garfield's in it. Tick yeah. Tick Boom. How come I've never even heard of it? <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know if they've done the best job with the marketing, but it, that one is Netflix. But oh, Tick Tick Boom is on Netflix. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not sure if it's there yet or if it's coming. I, I'm not sure on the date, but we I just really saw Red. It. We just saw Red Notice, which was very fun. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that one yet. Th- that was that was uh yeah and that was. Disney has a new film coming out on Thanksgiving called Encanto, which I've been able to see, and it's so good. I loved it. So if you like the what's, animated, it, what's it called called Encanto it's it's really good it's about a girl who uh is in a magical uh, it's it's about a girl who's in a family and they all have super kind of superpowers in uh, uh. in Colombia and there's this house called Encanto that uh that kind of comes alive and has magical powers anyway she's the only one in the family that didn't get a magical power and and so the story's kind of about her family and it's got music from lin-manuel miranda it's very good so put that on your calendar mm, i'll put that in there yeah we saw uh hamilton in in new york he wasn't acting but what i've heard even the understudy is kind of better than lynn like like lynn's amazing at creating it mm-hmm. but i've heard some of the other actors are even just as good or yeah. brought their own thing to it in right, terms right. of like maybe they're better singers than lynn or, or something but uh yeah it was, and, and actually lynn manuel wrote to him not wrote lynn manuel directed a uh, tick tick boom so he's just everywhere this year <laughs> Lynn Manuel directed Tick Tick Boom. Yes, he did. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. 
Anyway, well, yeah, so that's like... what I I love to I love to watch movies. That's my uh, my. Mm -hmm. I have a short I have a short film that when it's uh, ready for to be critiqued, I'll send it your way for a little critique. It's okay. it's uh, it's in the festivals now. Um, uh -huh. I'm selected for three different festivals currently. Oh, cool. uh, it's a film I wrote, directed, and shot in Paris. Oh, cool! Mm -hmm. Great. Well, uh, thank you so much for coming on talking with us. This was a lot of fun. I You're really welcome. enjoyed catching up and congratulations on the baby. We're so, that's going to be so exciting. Uh, so hope everything goes well and, uh, and hopefully we can have you back on again another time. Sounds great. Yeah. People look, look forward to Christmas CEO on black Friday, which is November 26th. I think it's at five or 6 PM or something like that. And then my album will be fully out on the 3rd of December. And then if you're going to Christmas Con, I'll be playing uh, Christmas Convention in Jersey. I'll be playing my my album. There are a lot of it there. So, yeah. Cool. Great. Yeah, we'll have all that information in the uh, description. And, uh, and if people want to follow you on, like, social media. My website's the best place to go because uh, my newsletter's there. And all the pop, like, there's pop-ups there that... that share about the like countdown to the album release or new single and it's so paulgreen.com just my name with the e uh paulgreen with the e.com um but i'm paul green official everywhere pretty much except for twitter's paul green um media but my website paulgreen.com has kind of the most goodies goodies on it lots of snacks great uh well definitely y'all should check it out thank you so much for your time and hope you have a very very merry christmas all right, Rachel. Right back bye. at you. Say hi to Cam say hi to Cammy for me, would you? I will. Oh, we will. <laughs> all right, bye. bye. We'd like to thank Paul for coming on the podcast. It was so much fun to get to talk with him. Make sure you check out all his content, and you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. Please check that out. Also, make sure that you're following the podcast on Homeworkies Pod, Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. That really helps us out so so much. And if you are watching on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our, our patron group and merch store. And thanks so much, everybody. I'll talk to you later. Bye.